Welcome to our podcast, Fistful of Sensu Beans, coming to you from the beautiful downtown West City. I'm your host, Super Big Peter, with my fellow co-host, Taylor. Hello. And Nixon. Hi. And Katie. Hello. Uh, he did, see, he did it, Peter. It's there. Yeah. You sound it's, like a... You sound like an infomercial. You sound yeah. like an infomercial guy. Well, you know, professionalism. Well, as we heard, <laughs> Peter introduced the show this week, and or let's get on to it, Peter. This is episode nine. So let's go. Let's see. First episode we watched was episode number thirty-three. Or actually, before we do this, what did you guys think of these four? Better than last week? Yep, it was the comedy. What? The comedy in these four. One of the funniest four episodes, I think. You're high if you think these. I were think good. these were the worst four episodes. These that were we've so watched. funny. These were fucking awful. The vo- I think th- the voices were super hilarious. I think these were better than last week's for sure. I don't. These were fucking terrible. Yeah, no, I really didn't like any of these at all. Wow, so, looks like they woke up on the wrong side of the bed wrong this side, week. Wrong, wrong side of the Dragon Ball. <laughs> <laughs> so episode number 33 the legend of a dragon aired in japan october 8th 1986 in america february 15th 2002 we open up with peter silver's pumping some iron here he's getting his workout on he's getting real swole um he's he works out so hard nixon he breaks the machine he yep. like sends the weight flying uh he decides to continue working out just by working out Doing some boxing, and he's hitting the bag, but he easily like breaks the bag and the sand's leaking out. But then he decides to spar with some fellow boxers, Peter. And I wrote, he floats like a butterfly, and stings like a bee, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he knocks out all these boxers. There's like four or five of them, and then after he knocks them all down, he's like, "I would expect it more from pros." So those were all pro boxers, Peter, that he beat up. Uh. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have gotten the ring with him after I saw he, like, punched a hole in the bag. Yeah, I, I guess so. He, What kind of boxing match was this, like, one on four? I think it was one on three. They were all in the ring at one time. Oh, yeah. Well, he knocks the first guy. He uppercuts him so hard, he flies all the way across the ring and outside the ring. Yeah, I think he might have been Little Mac from Punch-Out. <laughs> yeah. So, we continue on. We see... Red, a Red Ribbon Army soldier come in, and he's like, he tells Silver, he's like, hey, Commander Red wants to speak with you. So there we go. We got his, the main bad guy's name, Peter, Commander Red, the eye patch man with the weird cat. Mm-hmm. So that's him. Uh, <laughs> Goku <laughs> Goku wakes up on the Nimbus cloud with his head hurting, because last we saw of him, he got he was in that explosion with the ship. And we get a real like flashback-heavy episode here. <laughs> Where they're just showing what happened in the last episode. And then we cut to Silver entering Red's office. And what's the weird cat thing do, Peter? It, like, fucking jumps around and, like, slashes him in the face. Yeah, it does, like, Vega's move where he's bouncing <laughs> off the walls. <laughs> and he does look like a... It looks like an, if an Eevee was, uh, uh, like, one of those little gremlin guys and he got wet. Mm-hmm. And, no, it, uh, looks, it looks more like that thing that sits on Jabba the Hutt's, like, lap. You said last week it looked like a normal cat, and I was the only one who said it. <laughs> so I want to be like vindicated here. Yeah, it's definitely not a normal cat. No, it's not a normal cat. <laughs> All three of you said it looked like a normal cat. I think I said, eh, I don't know. I mean, it looks like a little gremlin, kind of. I'm getting looks like, like that thing that laughs on Job of the Hood. Yeah, I'm getting Giovanni like vibes from him. Yeah, from Commander Red. Yeah. Or like Inspector Gadget's villain Claw. No, Shut the fuck up about fucking gadget. Claw, dude. <laughs> it's definitely him. No. Uh, so, yeah, Silver dodges all these cat attacks, except one, and he gets like a little scratch on his face. And then Red applauds Silver, he's like, not many have the agility to dodge this weird cat thing's attacks. <laughs> and I wrote, Red has an Irish accent. No, yeah. it's a shitty, it's so bad. It's the worst Scottish accent I've ever heard. I'm. I it's Scottish. Know. It's 100% Scottish, and the person doing it, sound like I couldn't tell. This was, I had a big beef with this, because I couldn't tell. Is this a Scottish guy like trying to do like an American accent? Or is this an American guy trying to do a Scottish accent? It's so shitty. 
I went back and forth because I couldn't figure it out. It was horrible. I, I couldn't stop laughing anytime yeah, it was I on think, the screen. I think it was pretty good. Red tells Silver that he wants all the Dragon Balls. I think we already all knew that. but And he also tells Silver that kill anyone else pursuing the balls. So then we go, go back to Goku riding his Nimbus Cloud and he's looking for the balls. <laughs> and he has a pig on the radar, but his stomach growls, so he's like, fuck, I gotta eat. And Peter, what's he find to eat? Does he find a. What does he find? An apple? No, it's some weird fruit. I don't know what it is. But what happens to it? Um, doesn't a monkey take it? <laughs> yeah, he was stolen by a monkey. Yeah. Pretty sure it was like a pear. I don't think it was. It, like it, was a like weird, it looked like a pear. It was orange and it was like weirdly shaped. It's brown. It's not like brown. It was brown. It's not brown. So the monkey steals it and Katie does does he give chase? Katie. Mm, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah Goku gives chase to this monkey. And he's really pissed off at first, but then he sees that the monkey stole it to feed its baby. Yeah. And then Peter, like Nixon, I figured uh-huh. like Nixon and his parents, like Nixon fell off a tree. He falls out of the tree. And, and uh, he's like injured on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> and his like little monkey mom is like consoling him. And then who comes out, Peter, of the bushes? A fucking, is it like a panther? It's like a wolf, I think. A wolf. It's like a black wolf. It's and a he's cat. Like, He's like, I'm ready to eat these monkeys, and these monkeys don't think to jump out of the way or anything. But Goku steps in, kicks the wolf's ass, but then he's like, oh, I'm real hungry, and he like almost passes out. And then the monkeys like shower him in fruit. Like Not just those two monkeys, like <laughs> a billion monkeys. more monkeys come out of the forest with a bunch of fruit. They like feed him into like a food coma. Yeah. So Silver's looking for the same Dragon Ball Goku is, so he's at the same forest. And he tells his men, he's like, get this fucking ball, no matter if you have to, like, tear up this forest and burn it down. So, yeah, like Peter said, Goku's in a food coma now because he ate all this fruit. And (laughs) Nick said, what do these monkeys do? What do they find? The Dragon Ball? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, do they like it? No, they're all afraid of it. Yeah, they're, like, really fuck. Like, it touches one of them and they're all fucking freaked out. And then the baby monkey is a brave one, and he goes and touches it. And all the other monkeys are like, oh, okay, it's okay. And Goku wakes up, and he notices the Dragon Ball's moving, and the monkeys are nowhere to be seen. So, But we see the monkeys, Peter, and what are they doing with this Dragon Ball? They're playing catch with it. Yeah, yeah, they're just throwing this ball around. And then we get a random cut to the Kame house, where Krillin's doing push-ups. Katie, what's Krillin got on his back? He's got turtle shells and Master Roshi. He's got, they're not even just turtle shells, they're just two actual turtles. Oh yeah, they're just turtles. They're just straight up turtles. They're two giant turtles stacked on top of each other and then Master Roshi's on top of them. And we hear Krillin like doing push-ups and we hear him counting and he's like, 97, 98, and then he collapses at 99. And then Roshi's like, oh, you can only do 999 (laughs) push-ups? And he's like, is that all you got? And then launches like, here, I got a fucking huge thing of ice cream for some reason for everyone. And Krillin doesn't want these because he's tired. And Roshi's like, what do you think Goku would say if he heard you say that? And then we get like a weird thing of Krillin like finally wanting to know about the Dragon Balls. Mm-hmm. So he's asking about the origins. And this is a really weird origin here, Nixon. Yeah, it is. That makes me just feel like Roshi never knew the truth. <laughs> or they couldn't decide on the origin of the Dragon Balls. So, Roshi starts telling the story to Krillin about how there used to be just one Dragon Ball. It was just one huge orb that housed all the universe's mystical energy. Uh, The worshippers placed the orb in a dragon statue's mouth. And then he's like, he goes on to like like a tangent, Peter. He's like, there also was this native hot, like, chick. And then, like, no, no, go back to the Dragon Ball. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. (sighs) It almost made me think that he was like, he was there it's like he's been around this long like he's like yeah then there was this hot chick there and and then they they put him back on track and then he's like evil people eventually came to steal the ball and then he doesn't say how but somehow the villagers split the ball into seven different littler balls and that's where the dragon balls came from so i'm gonna go ahead and say that yeah nixon this isn't 
this is like their first story, but then they changed it later on. Yeah, well, we also found out that that the noise that I always thought was like non-diegetic, the Dragon Ball noise whenever it gets close to other Dragon Balls, everybody hears that. I always knew that. I didn't know that. I always thought it was just something for like the audience, but with the monkeys, they they heard the noise, so they realized yeah. that they went to the Dragon Ball. Did you did you mention that direct, the Dragon Ball fell out of the tree and hit that monkey in the head? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> See, this this whole all these episodes are filled with comedy. I love it. It, it domed that monkey. Uh, Roshi talks about how the Dragon Balls have brought a lot of pain to the world. <laughs> He's like, there's been a lot of shitty things done for these balls. But he says, there's a legend of someone who will use these Dragon Balls for good. <laughs> and so that means that these Dragon Balls have never had, like done a wish for good, Nixon. Yep. So, um, Launch asks Roshi what he'd wish for. And then she like starts naming off some stuff like that she recommends he wish for. Like a new show, which I guess she means like an aerobic show. Or a bigger island, or world peace, and then Roshi's like, "I'd wish for a piece of something." <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of that, Katie? I mean, it was expected. It was cringe and expected by Master Roshi. Hey, Kr- Krillin doesn't seem to like that answer, and he gives like Roshi some like some uh, like f- I don't know. He seems dissatisfied, and then Roshi orders him to go earn his muscles the old-fashioned way. Oh. Nixon's Abbey, you got told at the gym, like, go order your muscles the old-fashioned way. Oh, but I want to point out Master Roshi, like, ate all the fucking Sunday by himself. Yeah, that's a lot of ice cream. You think she bought that, or you think she made it? I think she bought it. Mm, that's not very impressive, then. She can't cook. She's already established that. Maybe she's been cooking for, like, like a year now. Maybe she's better at it. She poisoned all... They would all be dead. That was, like, a year ago. So, Katie, Goku's still looking for this Dragon Ball. Monkey's still playing with it. Wouldn't doubt if they, like, shit on it or peed on it at some point. But the Red Ribbon Army is, like, destroying the forest looking for it. We get a weird interaction here with two Red Ribbon soldiers, Peter. Where one of them's talking about how he <laughs> didn't, he refused to pay for the red ribbon sash that he has on his arm. You should come with the outfit, right? Yeah. And he's like... He's like, they wanted to take the money for it out of my paycheck, but I told them that I'm just it's gotta come for free as an accessory. He's like, we all have to have it. And then the other guy's like, Well, at least you stood your ground. <laughs> and Nick what'd you think of that, Nixon? <laughs> Sounds like talk I'm used to hearing. Yeah. Like, like at work where people rolling. complain. They're like, Oh, I should have to buy a jacket, it should be free. Instead we all have to like take money out of our paychecks to get some of the clothing there. So right when these guys are walking through talking about their red ribbon sash, Katie, this monkey accidentally drops this ball right in front of these soldiers. And they see it, and then the guy says, I smell a promotion, Peter. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the monkeys come back to steal it from them, and the soldiers immediately, like, inform Silver, and he's, like, super pissed that they let the monkeys go. And when he's yelling at the... um, uh, his soldiers right here, Peter. He use Savat uses his exact Vegeta voice. Yeah, <laughs> did you notice it's, that? I, it's exactly Vegeta. When he said that, uh, I couldn't stop hearing Vegeta the the rest of the episodes. Yeah, he used his Vegeta voice here because this was recorded after Z. So, <laughs> so Silver's like, "Oh, fine. I'll just have to do everything myself." And some these like soldiers are all like opening fire on these monkeys, and they aren't able to hit them for shit, Peter. Yeah, I thought I don't. They were gonna be dead, but they end just they just end up with like little band aids on them. Yeah, these monkeys are good at like dodging bullets. Uh, so Goku arrives and he saves the forest, but <laughs> we see Silver has rounded up all the monkeys, Katie. He has them like all tied up. And he's like interrogating these monkeys. <laughs> and he's like, Goku picks up a giant rock, Nixon, and smashes a tank with it. Yep. What do you think of that? Well, he's pretty strong. That's like a Hulk thing to he do. He gets shot all the time. It doesn't even like phase him. So we get the big stare down here, Peter. This is like at the Royal Rumble, like the WrestleMania opponents see each other and they're about to fight, but then like we gotta hold off to WrestleMania. Yeah. 
So they get separated, and uh, the monkey's like, the monkey with the baby like dashes in between Goku and Silver, and they try to escape from this mess. And Silver like goes and grabs a rifle feeder. He's like, I'm gonna snipe these bitches. And like a soldier's like, you'll never make that shot. It's too far. <laughs> and S- Silver hits the branch. The monkeys are like getting ready to jump on. Which causes them, Katie, to fall into like a giant canyon. And right at the last moment, Katie, Goku grabs this mom monkey's tail. And she, that causes her to drop the ball, but she holds under her baby. So monkeys are saved. And the episode ends with Silver ordering his men to retrieve the ball that fell into the water. Katie, what would you think of this one? I thought it was pretty boring. <laughs> I didn't... Wow. I didn't really like it that much. I don't know what it was. It just felt like nothing really was happening. And I'm starting to kind of get the... Well, I don't know if this is the reason why people don't like this arc. But, like, the enemy, you know, Silver or whatever, he's just not at all intimidating. I mean, he just seems like a regular guy who Goku could easily destroy, like, you know, in, in one punch. So it was just... I don't know. He's just not... He's not intimidating at all when you know the extreme power of the main character. So maybe that's why, but to me it was just like, felt like a whole lot of nothing happening. Nixon. Uh, it didn't, it didn't feel like nothing happened. I liked the, the, the next, I think, two episodes more than I liked the back half. Uh, so it was fine. It's just more recap. It definitely feels like they're, this is like the start of filler because they are just recapping everything left and right. Seems like every episode they're just retelling the origin of the Dragon Balls again. Who's our bad guy again? Oh, it's this guy again. It's like they're not really making progress. So it's for those dumb kids like you who don't retain information. Uh huh. <laughs> it was fine. It's fine. The episode was fine. It's fine. It's fine. I didn't Peter? like how. Wait, real quick. Uh, I didn't uh, like uh. how. What's his face shot the branch with the monkey fall off of? I thought Why? he should have killed that. There's no way they're killing people, but he can't kill a monkey. That guy would have definitely shot the monkey. Well, maybe the branch is easier target. No, they just don't want to have a like orphaned monkey to deal with. Uh, we just saw him murder a man. Yeah, and he he would shot ago. he would have shot the monkey. No doubt in my mind, he would shot that monkey. You're saying you would have shot the monkey. I'm saying if I was a guy who's a you neo-Nazi... Would have, you would have shot the monkey, Nixon? If I was him, I would have shot the Jet monkey. Jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams? That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> saying if I'm cold-blooded killer, I would definitely shot the monkey. All right. Uh, Peter, what did you think of this one? Uh, I liked it. I like all the monkey stuff. Um, I like... Uh, there's a lot of com- comedy bits in it I like. I like the weird cat. I like those soldier guys talking about. It's like that's not coming out my paycheck. Nah, he did, he, good... he stood up for himself there. He did yeah. So I, I like this episode. I did too. So we'll move on to episode thirty-four, titled "Cruel General Red." Um, October aired in Japan, October fifteenth, nineteen eighty-six. Uh, American air date of February eighteenth, two thousand two. We open up with Red Room Army using some boats and scuba gear, Peter, looking for this fallen Dragon Ball. And Goku's just playing with his monkeys that he saved in the forest. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit. He tries to do the Harry and the Hendersons thing, Nixon, where he's like, I gotta go now. And then the monkey's like, no! It's like, stay! Yeah. And then the other monkey like tries to entice him with food. And he's like, here, more fruit! And Goku's like, well, I'll take, I'll have loose one. And then as he starts eating the food, a thunderstorm rolls in. So Goku's like, you know what? I'm going to chill with these monkeys in a cave for the night till the storm clears. And we see the Dragon Ball is like floating down the river. And it goes off a waterfall into a different body of water. Because like the river is flooding due to the storm. Um, Goku is passed out with these monkeys in the cave. I don't know. Could you sleep with some monkeys? Nixon? Oh. What do you mean no? We can trust him. If I, it depends. Am I Goku? Am I like not invulnerable? You, you right now? No. You, you just say the monkey. No, the I wouldn't want to go near a monkey. They've... I don't want to get my face ripped off. 
fine. Be like that. Yeah, I will be. So, <laughs> Silver's back at his base waiting out the storm. And he, like, knows that because of the flooding, the balls most likely change location. So he's like, we're going to have to do a wider area search tomorrow. And morning comes around and the storm's gone. And the Red Ribbon Army, Peter, is hard at work looking for this ball. Like, <laughs> they just got, like, shovels and they're just, like, looking under rocks and stuff. <laughs> they got, they have, like, a million dudes looking for this thing. Yeah. And Goku finally leaves his monkey friends because he's cool on, like, Nixon. Doesn't want to hang out with some monkeys. Uh, and he passes the Red Ribbon Army on his Nimbus Cloud, and he's like, man, you guys are way off course, because he's using the Dragon Radar. And two soldiers, Peter, caught taking a break by Silver. How's he wake him up? He shoots at him. <laughs> yeah. They don't even look like they're part of the army when yeah. you see them. They look like hillbillies. I thought, I didn't, yeah, yeah. They just look like random hillbillies out in the middle of nowhere. And But they do have the, one has the Red Ribbon around his hat. Yeah. So Katie, Goku strolls in on this Nimbus Cloud, and he, like, immediately finds the ball. And he's like, damn it, it's not the four-star ball. It's like, I don't really want this, but I can't let you guys have it. And those two lazy soldiers are like, well, like, I guess we're going to, we got to get it back from them. So they threaten him with the gun, but Goku easily takes care of these two. And he flies off looking for the other ball. And Katie, these two soldiers radio to Silver to tell him what happened. <laughs> And Peter, what a silver pull out here to stop Goku. He pulls out a stinger missile. <laughs> and he locks yeah. onto the Nimbus cloud, which yeah. I guess is has heat or something, because I don't know how the stinger missiles work in the Dragon Ball universe, but he locks on, he fires it. And he kills the Nimbus Cloud. <laughs> he destroys the Nimbus Cloud. <laughs> Katie, Nimbus Cloud's dead. That's fucked up. He killed it with a fucking javelin missile. Goku wasn't too, like, upset by it either. Yeah, he was. He was He's super pissed off. No, I, he, I feel he like... He was like, I, you better apologize. Yeah, he killed better, my fucking cloud, dude. He's like, you better apologize. If he had a... If it was, like, I th- feel like it's like a dog. If you kill it, you'd be more, like, angry than that. No. You don't even know if it's sentient or not. It clearly is. So... <laughs> Silver is now has Goku on his level, and he's like, I want to know. He's like, there's something you have that we don't have. You're able to find these balls easier. He's like, tell me how. And Goku's like, I'm not going to tell you anything until you say you're sorry. And then Peter Silver takes off his jacket. He's ready to fight now. Mm-hmm. And Goku tries to leave this whole time. Like, he's walking away from a fight, but, like, Silver snatches his bag. And then Goku steals it right back, like, even faster. Katie, how does this fight go? Does Silver stand a chance here? No. He gets donkey kicked, I believe, in the abdomen. (laughs) And uh, he's not too satisfied about that. Which, again, I think is why he's not that intimidating. Because Goku just one kick and he's done. Yeah, he goes for like a punch and Goku kicks him in the stomach. And like Silver's like, he kicks like a donkey. (laughs) (laughs) And uh... So yeah, like Goku's dodging all Silver's attacks with ease, and then he just fucking bitch smacks him in the face, Peter, with his tail. Yeah, well, he he like walks away, and then uh-huh. he's just trying to punch him from behind, but Goku keeps like dodging, and then he jumps up and does this like tail whip move, and pretty pretty much knocks him out. Knocks out Silver, and Goku's like, "How am I gonna get around Nixon without the Nimbus Cloud?" Yeah, how? There's gotta be an easier way. And then he's like, "Oh." Maybe they have capsules, so he goes in, like, Silver's hut, and he, like, finds a big thing of capsules, and Peter, he throws out the first one, because mm-hmm. he doesn't know what they are, and it's just this random robot guy. It's this hopeful robot. He's just, like, a ro- he's like a robot butler, and he's like, I need to get over there, and the robot's like, well, just go. Just then go. <laughs> like, I lost it. At that <laughs> it was just... And then he's like, well, it's going to be far. He's like, oh, he's like, we'll use Dino Cap 3. And KD does, and there's a plane in there. And then Goku's like, well, I can't fly this plane. And the robot's like, I can fly. So then KD, Goku's flying around in this plane <laughs> with fucking this robot. Did you think that was going to happen? Uh, I mean, I've learned to just expect the unexpected at this point. So while Goku's flying around... Commander Red is, like, notified that the ball Silver was looking for is heading towards General White's direction. (laughs) 
Do you think you could be like get away with like having a name of General White today? Yeah, maybe. Peter, like, well, I mean, like, with social issues, like, you're like at the scene, and you're like, I'm General White. He's like, oh shit, everyone, you better look out. <laughs> so now we know there's another guy named General White who I guess is stronger than Silver. We don't really know. Um, Silver gets on the radio with his comrades, and he's like, a boy took this from me. And General Reds orders General White to kill the boy. And he also orders the other men to bring him silver. And Goku is like freezing in the plane, Katie, because they're in the Arctic now. Do you think... And then this... Ro- <laughs> I don't know why he said, do you think... The robot, Peter, he's mm-hmm. like... I, his, like fro- his circuits start to get frozen. And this is a shitty robot. Oh, he shits on I- Goku. He's like, you humans get cold way too easily. Well, you're in a... Yeah. You're in a- fishing or whatever and then he freezes immediately but like, like why can this robot tell that his circuits are gonna freeze he shouldn't have went this far yeah so katie they just crash in this plane and they they're near some red ribbon army soldiers who see it and we see next goku just like in the snow with this crazy face yep and he's i get is he frozen yet or is he just cold peter he's i think he's frozen he looks frozen with that face, but he's definitely not conscious. So he's dragged away by some random person. We don't know who yet. And we see Red's yelling at Silver. And Silver's like, I need a second chance. But Red's like, fuck you. And this is where I thought Red was just going to kill Silver. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't happen. He yeah, just lets him walk he's away. surrounded by guys with guns. And then he just like storms out. He's like, don't touch me. Or <laughs> yeah, he gets real, like, real bitchy. And he just leaves. And the Red Ribbon Army soldiers stationed at the Arctic find Goku's plane. And they see the trail of his body being dragged away. And the episode ends with us just seeing this random person dragging Goku's corpse. Katie, what do you think of this one? Uh, I mean, it was pretty similar to the last one. I felt like not a whole lot happened. I don't know. I I liked the robot. I thought the robot was funny. But, yeah, again, I just felt like not a whole lot happened. There wasn't a whole lot of, like, interesting twists or turns that this episode took. Peter? Uh, It was pretty good. The the robot's the funniest thing. He's just like, well, then go. Like, fuck you, (laughs) robot. I'm not walking all the way over there. Uh, That was probably the funniest. Uh, Silver getting, like, beat really fast was kind of disappointing. But we'll see. They, uh, I'm surprised the robot took orders from Goku. Yeah. Seemed like they would have had, like, what's your, like, army number or something? So they would work for him. But, Nixon, what'd you think? Uh, I thought it was fine. I thought the robot was kind of ridiculous. And it feels like Goku's smarter when the writing calls for it. Because he didn't Uh know what planes were. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, that's an airplane or whatever. Remember, he he got schooled by Roshi for like a year. I know, but I don't... He was so fucking stupid, and now he's like got a brain on him all of a sudden. He taught him math. He knows math now. I mean, I math. guess. Fine. Whatever. It was, <laughs> it, was, it was fine. It's a setup episode. So it was fine. We've also seen we, like character development from Goku, because... When the show first started, there was no way he was going to give his food to a monkey. Yeah. And now oh, he's man. giving food away to a monkey. He probably would have killed that monkey and ate that monkey. I know. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, man, he's grown a lot. <laughs> Katie, when's the last time you ate a monkey? Uh, You know, I can't say that I've ever tried a monkey. But now that we are mentioning that, I feel like, yeah, it's been a long time since Goku's killed an animal. <laughs> mm, let me think. Yeah. Well, he snapped that one's neck that was carrying Nom with the pole. Oh, I guess that's true. He did kill that time. And that, was, that was a sentient one, too. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and the Ox King ate one of those Jiren people or Jiren yeah, people. Yeah, but they didn't, t- he didn't talk, though. I'm sure that, that one, one. I'm sure that one could talk. That one didn't talk. Yes, he. Uh, yeah, he didn't. No, he, didn't. he didn't have the opportunity. He literally just flew. He by. He got domed out of the sky. I think that was one of the dumb dinosaurs. No, I don't think so. I think that was one of those dumb dinosaurs that everyone just hits with rocks, kills them. That's like the ET of that dinosaur race. Go ahead and tell yourself. Make yourself feel better. 
That wow, one could talk. He could have like killed that thing. That whole race could talk. Things. We've never seen one of those things that couldn't talk. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. The one in Bulma talked. The one that kidnapped Bulma talked. Jiren talked. I don't know. Maybe we have it. It, it could but talk. There's... It got eaten. It could talk. <laughs> <laughs> so episode number 35 is Cold Reception is the title. Japanese air date October 22nd, 1986. Uh, American air date of February 19th, 2002. Uh, we open up with General White ordering his men and tanks to find Goku. And they're like, but sir, we can't see. There's a blizzard. And General White doesn't care. And we see the person, Peter, who's in tra- uh, dragging Goku away. And it's his little girl. Mm-hmm. It's a little red-headed girl. Um, does she know the secret handshake that you told me about last night? Uh, she does, does not. Why not? Because our people don't spread that far. <laughs> our people. Uh, so yeah, we see this young girl. She's the one who dragged Goku all the way from his crash to her home. And her name is Suno. And Suno and her mother brought Goku in to help him get warm. It's like a Campbell's Soup commercial, Nixon. Yep. Or he was like the snowman. He melted and there's a boy under there. This girl's like instantly in love with Goku. Mm-hmm. Mm, yep, yep. Uh, Goku wakes up and he's like, I'm cold. And they give him hot chocolate, Katie. What happens when he gets that hot chocolate? He burns the shit out of his tongue because he doesn't think to blow on it. Yeah, he immediately just burns his tongue. Yep, McDonald's all over again. Goku's genitals are like melted onto his body now. (laughs) Do you know that, Peter? Uh (laughs) That's what happened to that lady. Uh Yeah. Um, so, Goku can't remember how he got there, and he, and, uh, Suno, like, asks Goku his name, or she tells her, and then she says, Katie's like, you have a handsome haircut. You say <laughs> Goku's haircut's handsome? I mean, I like it. Because everyone else says it looks like shit. Yeah, it's like a bird's <laughs> nest. Everyone else that, like, meets him is like, God, it's like, your hair is so un- unkempt, or whatever. It's like, unique. Oh. It definitely, well... It's not so unique later, but for right now. <laughs> for right is. now, it's unique. Um, he says he was here after the Dragon Ball, which immediately scares away Suno and her and his uh, and her mother. And they're like, they immediately think Peter that he's part of the Red Ribbon Army, mm-hmm. but he's like, Nah, I'm not. And uh, we cut to the tanks, Peter. They almost drive off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> and the pilot, would you call them pilots? Where would you call these guys that drive tanks? They have like a lookout guy, and then you have like the actual driver. Well, like he asked his other, he asked the driver, he's like, Hey, check in there if we have an extra pair of pants, insinuating he was shit himself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they spot the trail that leads into the village so they know where Goku went. And we see them <laughs> shooting and destroying the home of another elderly couple, just like earlier, Peter. Yeah. And <laughs> they just opened fire on everything. They're bad. They're just fucking everything. And one of the soldiers, after they destroy everything, Katie, he just put, puts his gun in the old woman's face. He's like, if you see him, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> These guys are evil, Katie. Do you think so? Yeah, no. I mean, they don't really give a care. They don't care about the old people. They're gonna... They don't shoot them, they'll give them a heart attack instead. They're Do you like die their- of, like, free... F- cold weather. Do you like their tactics of shoot everything first and then investigate? I mean, usually it's a pretty good bad guy tactic. True. So, Goku shows the Dragon Ball to Suno and her mother, and he explains to them what the Dragon Balls are. Nixon, because Nixon's doing those dumb kids once again, he needs to know what Dragon Balls are. Um, he also tells about a time he saw the dragon, and this is just Recap City, Nixon. Yeah, it's Recap City again. They recap a lot of stuff here. Buying more time for some reason. And Suno is shocked to find out that they wish for underwear. I I looked this up, and the Japanese, Oolong wished for a young girl's panties. Mm. Instead of the most comfortable pair of panties in the U.S. version. Yeah, makes sense. So, she doesn't like that, Katie, that they wish for underwear. She said it's dumb. I mean, it is dumb, but he should have prefaced it with the fact that Oolong just said something to interrupt Pilaf. Well, he kind of implied it. 
No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. He's like, the old blue dude was going to take it, and then... No, he he just states after... Well, there was another guy who who wanted to wish to rule the world, but he didn't make it clear that the reason Oolong made such a dumb wish was to then prevent that from occurring. So yeah, he he basically insinuates that someone else wanted the balls for world domination, and then there, as soon as mom puts it together, like, oh, that's what they must want them for then. And uh, we see, or we don't see, we find out the soldiers, Nixon, are being forced, or the soldiers are forcing the villagers to work for them, to the Red Room Army to work, find this ball, including Suno's mother, uh, father. Yep. So they're slave. They make some slaves here. Yeah, they also it's like the same two fucking guys are the only soldiers in the army. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they get paid a lot just to go. Uh, yeah, anyway. they're like everywhere. You know, there's the same two schlubs every single like place they go. Yeah. So Peter, they ask Goku, Suno, and the mother ask Goku to give the army the ball so they will leave them alone. And Goku at first is like, "All right." And then he like goes off to walk, and they're like, "Oh, thank you, thank you for doing this." He's like, "Oh, I'll just defeat them." And they're like, "What? Like, just give them the ball?" <laughs> and he's just like, "I can't do that." And just when that happens, Katie, or just at that moment, what happens to Suno's house? I think they knock. Do they? Oh. Or no, they start. Do they start shooting? No, I think they knock on the door, and Goku yells that he has to go to the bathroom. Well, that you hear him pulling up. And she's like, you better go hide. And Goku's like, well, I gotta go to the bathroom first. So then the men break in, Nixon. Yep. And they're searching this house. And Suno's mother immediately lies and is like, oh, there's only two of us in here. Then, just like Peter, mm-hmm. you hear awkward toilet flush. Yep. <laughs> and, and they just look at the bathroom. They know someone else is in there, Peter. They do. So well, did... First, that guy eats their soup. Yeah. Like an asshole. Just... He tests it out. And what do they do once they hear this toilet? They open fire. Yeah, like don't always. even look in there. They just shoot. And once the smoke clears, we see Goku, who looks like he's dead on the toilet, like Elvis. <laughs> um, but he gets up and he just says, ow, kicks their asses. So Nixon, bullets just don't affect him anymore at all. I just, know. He's just gotten so tough. He's nothing too strong. affects him. Yeah, Master Roshi's training. I don't think that has anything to do with it. Mm. Well, we've seen all three, Master Roshi, Krillin, and Goku, they all are, like, resilient to bullets. Remember? Yeah, but it's just, it doesn't make sense. Why does it make sense? Because all they did was, like, strength training. Yeah. Yeah, they toughened themselves up. That's not going to change your skin's, like, They got a full body callus now. A full body callus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, the, Goku punches these guys a lot, and yeah, it's they weird. should be dead. They don't fall. It looks like they're in a trance. It's like the delayed attack. Yeah, there's like a bunch of little weird shapes and stuff around their face, and they fall down. And the one guy's so like fucked up, Peter. He just has his gun on the or his hand on the trigger, <laughs> and he's just shooting in the air. He's like having a seizure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, of course, Suno and the mother are shocked at what Goku could do. And Katie, he's like, I'll go save your villagers and your chief. And he runs out, Katie. And what happens next? Uh, He's freezing cold and he needs warm clothes. Yeah, he just like immediately comes back and he's like, "Uh, it's cold out there. So they get some of Suno's clothes to give Goku. It's a really ugly coat he has here. Do you guys agree with that? Plays into like the same color motifs he always has, though. And his dumb hat. Yeah, he has that dumb fuzzy hat. The yeah. Russian hat? Yeah. I'm not sure so, what those hats are called. I don't either. I'm Russian hat. <laughs> um. So, he heads out again with his new clothes here. And, also, I didn't write it down until later, but I'll bring it up now. The mom keeps coming out every time the little girl's outside, and she always says the same thing. She's like, "You'll catch your death out here." She said it like three or four <laughs> times. People and I just wanted this die mom, out there. I wanted this mom to shut the fuck up, man. I want to bring up something now that we're on a sidebar. They don't do anything with the soldiers. Are they dead? They're like, oh, it's problem solved. They're fucking dead. Uh, Nixon. They don't have soup anymore because the guy drank it. What are else they gonna eat? Yeah, Ew. and they don't tie them up. There. They don't tie him up. 
They have a human guy and a wolf guy now. They they can just eat. Pretty sure the wolf guy eats people too. I maybe. I like to see. There's another joke. The wolf guy makes an old lady. He makes a, a Red Riding Hood joke. Oh, yeah. It's a lame joke. It was a good joke. No, so you're so there thinking like you're like, oh look, that was a joke. Uh, <laughs> it's like no, it wasn't a good joke. Has the has the mom explained? The uh, muscle tower at this point. Uh, I got ahead of myself, but I was gonna really get there. What she's saying, but give me one second. So yeah, Goku is about to head out again, and this is where Peter Ned can tell about where he's going. He's he's going to Muscle Tower. Yes, <laughs> this gigantic tower in the Arctic. Looks like a giant bicep. What's why they call it Muscle Tower? It's I, not. I, it doesn't it, look like a bicep at all. No, I know. I was making a joke. That was it's a, it's a brick tower. They don't even tell him where it's at. He just knows where to go. <laughs> it's a tower in the middle of nowhere. He's going to see it. Yeah, they show that later on because they were like, oh shit, how would he have known where to go? And then they do like a reverse shot of the tower. But initially, you didn't see anything. He just runs out in one direction. This is a like historical Dragon Ball landmark, Nixon. Is it? This isn't like all the games in the backgrounds. Mm-hmm. General yeah, headquarters. Tower. Yeah. So yeah, Peter, they had to climb Muscle Tower. It's like a Mortal Kombat thing. You gotta make it to the top yeah. to, to kill the boss. And none of the villagers have been able to get in because it's just too. There's too many damn strong henchmen in there, Peter. Goku, of course, doesn't care. There's like three. <laughs> so yeah and before he heads out katie he picks up snow and he's like what is this shit he doesn't know what snow is and they t- why what do they even say i don't remember do they tell him what it was or do they just say snow i think they mock him they're like you don't know what snow is no, i think they just say that's snow oh yeah so uh like these soldiers that are, like, before the Muscle Tower, they see Goku, like, rapidly approaching Nixon. And yeah, they, like, open... F- oh, go ahead. What? Without question, they all just, like, open fire. Like, even when the guys <laughs> are in the bathroom, the guys in the bathroom, they could have just, like, waited to see, you know, it, does this guy have information? No, they just, like, start firing. Yeah, so Goku is getting shot at, and he runs up to them, and he gets so close that they really aren't shooting at him anymore. And, and as soon as he learns that they're Red Ribbon, he asks them, uh, he charges their vehicle and takes it out and the men. And he, like, for a short time, uh, Peter, he burrows underground. He does, like, a Bugs Bunny maneuver. Yeah. So, after he kills these men in their vehicle, it, it, it was, like, a oh, weird, Oh, he kills like, them now, huh? Yeah, I'm guessing so. It was, like, a weird, like, it was, like, a weird tank with snow treads, right? Yeah. So, Goku continues on to Muscle Tower. And he does a very smart thing here, Nixon. Yeah, he, he uses his power pole. Pole vaults up to the like. Well, second even level. before even before that, he's using it to block bullets. And then he like extends it, and he he takes out all these henchmen at once. And then yes, pole vaults Peter to like the second story, I would say. Mm-hmm. And this is where I wrote, "Why didn't he just go to the top? Yeah, <laughs> why didn't he pole vault to the top, Peter? Just took a shortcut." He could have just kept going, but he didn't. So episode ends with Goku landing on the second story, and t- he's talking to General White, who's just like, "Come up here, I'll be up here." <laughs> <laughs> That's how the episode ends. What'd you think of this one, Peter? Uh, it was all right. It was pretty good. I like had some jokes in there that I liked. Uh, more comedy stuff. It was okay. Yeah, Katie. I liked this one a little bit better. I liked the little girl and her mom. Uh, you know, I I liked the recap, honestly, just because I liked that moment, you know, from the show way back when. But, you know, I thought it was okay. I thought it was a little bit more entertaining than the other two before this one. Uh, I want to jump on Katie's point there. When they was recapping, even the little girl was like, how did you see that? You said you couldn't see anything. And mom's like, be quiet, tell a story. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like that. Nixon, what'd you think? I I thought it was on par with the other ones. It was fine. On par. On par. Jesus. He's just the most exciting man in the world, huh? Yeah. 
Um, now I'm gonna need some help with this next one here. Why? This is episode number thirty six. This is my favorite one of the bunch. Uh, how do you say his name? Major Metalatron. How you spell it out? It's M E T Metalatron. Yeah, it's like M E T A L L I T R O N. Metalatron. Yeah. Metalatron. So we got Major Metalatron here, which we'll get there in a second. But that's the name of the episode. Uh, aired in Japan, October 29th, 1986. Uh, U.S. February 20th, 2002. Uh, I, this is where I wrote Peter my first line. The mom really loves to say, you'll catch your death out here. Because <laughs> like, she says it again. And Suno's outside waiting for Goku to return like a dumbass just sitting there. Uh, Goku is <laughs> talking to General White. <laughs> Katie, she's dumb. Why is she out there in the snow? <laughs> she's just sitting out there. And then well, with her, her dumb fucking mom come out and say the one line she can say. You got your death out there. Oh, we missed Maybe her. that's the only way she can get her mom to talk to her. Yeah, we There's probably the, not much to do there. We missed the like the whole father thing. Oh, the father like led a rebellion, and now he's enslaved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who cares about that? He's in well, a he fucking is. concentration <laughs> camp, is where he is. Yeah, he's with the other slaves. <laughs> um, Goku's talking to General White Peter, and White's just like, "Hey, you can use this route to get to me." And of course, Goku's like, "Fine, that's cool." And he enters, and he's immediately... He, like, looks like he entered, like, the soldier's break room. Yeah, they're just, like, standing around, like, smoking a cigarette, you know, <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> some of them got knives, some of them got, like, eye patches and shit. And, uh... We see Goku, like, getting ready to fight these dudes. And then we're introduced to another, like, classic character here, Nixon. It's a ninja named Murasaki. Yep. And Murasaki's up at the top with White, and they're like, Hey, let's watch this fight here. His, and the then take he him enters be- the room. Yeah, go ahead. He can't. He can't just walk in. He has to like ninja flash step like fifty times before he like gets over to you. <laughs> what a waste of energy. Yeah, and I I didn't take it. I didn't write it here, but I'll write it now. Like this is truly like a global army. Like there's so many different like nationalities like in this army. Nixon. Yeah, I mean, what's his face? White is like Russian, even though yeah. the act voice actor forgets that sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and the uh, those guys that he enters the room, they're like, "Oh, it's just a little kid." He's like, "We don't like little kids. So, like, let's get them." <laughs> it's like they're like the biggest douchebags. They have no reason to like not like this kid. They don't even question like how he got up there. They're just like, yeah. "Oh, it's a little kid up here. Let's beat him up." <laughs> so, so Murasaki and White are watching this fight between Goku and soldiers, and as expected, Katie Goku easily takes these dudes out. Uh, he did a one. He did an after image at one point. Peter, he like tricked the guy with the gun. He did an after image, so he shot at the gu- at the after image, and he just hit him from behind. Classic. And he's like, "Oh, it's the after image." Like he called it out <laughs> and everything. Uh, the Red Room Army. Oh, that's right. Never mind. I already said that. Um, Goku takes off his coat, Katie, because he's working up a sweat with it. He can't fight in that coat, so he's back to his gi. And White and Murasaki are discussing if Goku can make it to the top floor. And they say, no one's gotten past the fourth floor that's guarded by Major whatever. I'm going to call him Major from now on. And so Goku is, uh, or they warn uh, Major that he has company heading towards him. And the Major Mellotron, or whatever his name is, Dixon, yep. he's basically Arnold Schwarzenegger from Terminator He's exactly War. what it is. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I also get like Jack from Tekken vibes. Well, that's the <laughs> same thing. Jack was after this though, Peter. Yeah. So yeah, we got Arnold here, Katie. We think. Yeah, that? that was uh that was not something that I expected to happen, and I still am unsure how I feel about it happening. Well, get used to it, because he's gonna rip on Arnold a lot. Um, was that movie really big in Japan, or yeah, it was big everywhere. It's big, everywhere. big everywhere, Katie. I don't Terminator, know. I guess Terminator was huge in Japan. Terminator one and two. So we're getting this fight underway, and well, I guess we'll, let's describe Major here. 
He's a huge muscled man with sunglasses, red hair. He's white. <laughs> He's got black black gloves. Black like black black gloves, black like cut off leather jacket. Sunglasses, boots. Where he said that <laughs> boots. Um, His head's the size of Goku's torso. Yeah, he's like... He's way bigger. Know. He's like a giant. I don't know how tall he is. Yeah, he's huge. So, like, White and Murasaki are, t- like, betting each other. Like, how long do you think it's going to take him to kill Goku? And, Peter, Goku dodges his first strike from Major and lands a big punch to his face. just knocking him down easily. Mm-hmm. Katie, uh, did you think this was the end of the fight? When no. we first started watching it? No. I, I knew they would draw this out. They're going to go to these lengths to put Arnold Schwarzenegger in the episode. It's going to be drawn out. So Goku thinks it's over, but is grabbed and squeezed by Major, like Nixon squeezes his dick on Fuck Friday you, night. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. It's like he squeezes it so hard, all the veins in his arms, like, start. Well, like, Goku out. is also fighting back, so. <laughs> Goku is like so he's like trying so hard he has a Majibu steam come out of his nose <laughs> <laughs> and he's able to get out of Major's grasp with power alone and he lands a big kick sending Major crashing to the wall and Katie it's over that's the end of the fight or is it but no Major still isn't defeated and he we see that he has some sort of robot eye licks and we see like a light under his sunglasses yeah, certainly do and uh, Goku is shocked to see him back on his feet. <laughs> Major lays a big punch on Goku, saying he'll like face first into a wall. And that's where White and like Murasaki are like it's over. But Goku like gets back up and hits like if this was a normal person, I think they'd be dead. Peter he hits like a massive headbutt under their jaw, yeah. <laughs> like full force. And he like grabs his head, Nixon. He's like, "What is this guy made out of metal?" Yeah, and. Uh, Major's back up, and Major's like, I'm mad. He's like a monotone voice. And Goku was like, have you ever thought about entering the tournament? And just when you see that, Peter, what's what's Major, like, when we see Major's vision, what's happening? He has, like, Terminator vision. Well, he has, like, some sort of, like, tracking, like. Yeah. He's like a targeting system. Yeah, because so, yeah, he's about to, like, tongue blast him. <laughs> so, yeah, he opens his mouth, Peter, what happens? Like. Shoots like a tongue missile out. Yeah, it's like a, a missile that makes Kai blast noises. And everyone thinks it hit Goku. And they're all like, and what? So they think it hit Goku and they think they've won. And what is, Peter, give me Major's victory speech here. Uh, what does he say? He like, holds up to his, he like, gives a peace sign. And I forget what he says. He just goes, victory. Victory, victory, victory. victory. He's like, well, shut up. He just keeps saying it, Katie. Um, so Goku is like, ha, I'm okay. He like jumps out from behind a wall. And Katie, what's he do here to Major? Is this where he jumps like straight through his chest? No, this is when he, he's doing his, his classic move here, Katie, his charge up move. Oh, he tries to Kamehameha blast him. Uh-huh. And what happens? But then, like... So he's charging up for a while, and then it seems like the Major, like, stops functioning. So then... Well, he's he hits Major with this Kamea. The first one. The first one, Katie. And it destroys we, him. It destroys his head's head gone. Off. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I didn't mean to do that, or whatever. Yeah, Goku thinks he just killed this man. He still doesn't know he's a robot. And, uh... We see, like, a bunch of electricity, like, shooting out of this head wound. And we see, like, the body's made out of metal. And Goku, like, even goes over to his body, Katie. He, like, bows to him. He's like, it was a good fight. <laughs> like, <laughs> like thinks, he thinks he killed him. And, Peter, what does the Major do? Shoots off a fist. Yeah, fist, fist missile. Yeah, he fists Goku right in the face. Katie, it's the first time you've seen this attack? Yeah, I mean, you know, I've never seen that one before. It's pretty creative. I've seen it all the time. Yeah, it's a very common move. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see it many other times. But yeah, he shoots off his fist, and unlike what we see in the future, guys, he can't, he doesn't really know how to put it back on. Yeah. He just lost that hand now. And, uh, um, let me look. oh, Goku, 
is like back up and he's like flabbergasted that Major is still able to move. And he actually has a scratch on his face, Nixon, like Superman, and blood leaks out. Yep. He's in Batman's in the corner, like, you do bleed or whatever. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> so Goku pulls out his power pole, and here you go, Katie. Stabs a hole right through Major. Does that finish the fight? Not quite. No, he's still not finished. And then Goku like and Major like charge at each other. And he blocks Major's punch with the power pole, Nixon. What happens to Major's other hand here? Uh, the pole goes straight through his arm. And, like, and blows up. It, it blows, yeah. There's like a huge explosion. Yeah, so now Major's handless. Handless and headless. And But he still... <laughs> Goku, once again, thinks it's over with Katie, but he gets stomped on now. Now Major's <laughs> just using his feet. And Goku is actually tired of a fight here, Nixon. As am I. He's just, wow. He's just like, fuck it, I just need to end this. So he, like, does his, like, headbutt charge, Peter, through that, that power pole hole, and goes all the way through his body. And we think Major's still ready to go, and Katie, here's your part where he's charging up for the second command. What happens? Then he stops functioning. Yep, he's, like, speech starting slurred. And he sounds like he's powering down, and then he just stops. And uh, we hear Murasaki telling White, he's like, oh, his, bastard, his batteries must have ran out. Does he say, like, they changed them last year? Last but... spring. Last spring, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Goku like starts like hitting Major's body to make sure he's dead. And White orders Murasaki to wait on the next floor for Goku. And so we end with Goku running up these stairs very fast. He does that ninja shit out the door as well. <laughs> yeah, you like that, huh? It's just such a waste of energy. He's like, That's how look what I could walk. do. It's the same thing as the boat that Krillin leaves in the ocean. It's like a waste of time. Oh my god, we're coming back to the boat? Yeah, because this ninja asshole's just like showing off. That's like, it. If Nixon was in this universe, Peter, like if he rode with Krillin on that boat, like we'd be like into Z territory, and then inside we'd like get a flash, like in one side Nixon's brain, and he'd still be thinking about that boat. It's like, where'd that boat go? Crow just it's left like, her out there. He didn't tie it we down. Really, we really need to get that boat. More like I would have given Krillin shit and told him to get the boat. Uh huh. So that's the end of episode thirty-six. Katie, what you think? Uh, you know, I wasn't a huge fan. Wow, you didn't like Major. It was funny for like. Two seconds, and then I was like, all right, now I feel like this is just kind of stupid. So the fight, I also feel like, wasn't that impressive. And I'm confused as to how a robot was that strong compared, like, to Goku. Wait, so we get the Z, because... <laughs> <laughs> He's got to keep watching, Katie. We'll I don't see. know. It was just kind of weird. So, it, I mean, it was okay. I just, I, I wasn't super amazed by it. Peter, uh, I liked it quite a bit. Um, I don't know. I, I like these these four episodes. Uh, I like the whole fight. Goku, I like this guy does like tricks Goku has like never encountered before. So the fact that they work on Goku is just like is kind of cool, showing that Goku just doesn't know these moves. Major couldn't enter the tournament because a robot, right? They don't give a shit. They have fucking talking a, dogs. I'm pretty, sure in that a, I'm pretty sure it's against the rules. Well, he looks human, so I don't know. Does he look uh, human? He probably can't even fit in the archway of the fucking tournament. I don't even know how he fit in that tower. How did he get it up? They there? built him in, like, assembled him in there, like a fucking sailboat in a glass bottle. He never uh -huh. leaves the room to just leave him in the chair. Goku also does the move I've always wanted him to do, where he, like, stabs someone with the power pole and then extends it through him. You mm -hmm. always wanted to I get the power pole? I wanted him to do that, yeah. Anything else you want to say, Pete? Um, no. All right, Nixon. I hated this episode. Wow. Straight up, not like major. Straight up, this was a fucking like this. I was working out when I watched this, and I was just like, Jesus Christ, this make my workout like five times longer. It took so <laughs> fucking long. Like all the other episodes, there's like stuff going on. And it's like, I got the bit after, like, a minute. It's like, yeah, he's a fucking robot. We get it. it the guy's not, inter not interesting to watch. 
It's just like not interesting fight whatsoever. It's just like fucking watching paint dry. It was awful. It was so fucking awful. You could say that we met Android Zero. Yeah, but it, I don't care. It was like it took too long. It's such a fucking waste of time. The fight, it was so dull, super fucking boring. God, I was so mad at this fucking fight. Wow. Like it made my workout. Like I said, when I'm working out, I want to pass that time because I fucking hate working out. And when I was watching this, five times longer, fucking boring as shit, hard pass, don't watch this episode, you're not missing anything. Waste Dude. of time. Katie, did that make you that angry? Uh, no, it did not make me that angry. I I didn't love it, but uh, I wasn't mad about it. So boring. Should have been over in like a minute. We get it. He's a robot. Like, how long does it take? Waste of time. I mean, they made a whole movie, two movies over it, Peter. That or yeah, Peter, that he couldn't kill the Terminator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they that those movies were interesting. This movie, this was like fucking boring as shit. <laughs> <laughs> the stuff that sets him off sometimes, Peter. Mm-hmm. What? I just don't get it. I don't. I don't get it. I'm sitting here like, why are we wasting so much fucking time? Like every other fight in the show is interesting. It's fun to watch. Like that's the. That's why everyone likes Dragon Ball. This fight, yeah. like Jesus Christ, like blow my brains out. It's so fucking awful. I don't want to watch it. It I takes like so it. long. It's so think, monotonous. Do you think that he had someone at the gym, or, like they saw him pacing around over there, and he's like, "What's wrong with that guy?" He's like, oh, "I was on a fucking he's like, cardio machine." So my my walking on the cardio machine, it's like I was I like walked thirty miles is what it felt like. Or jogged, jogged thirty miles. That's what it felt like. It was awful. It was so awful. F. That awful. F. That's the last episode we watched. We got episode thirty-seven through forty next week. Katie's continuation of Red Ribbon Saga. I just really hope it's better, Mark. Like I want. I just want more things to happen i didn't really care about what was happening in these episodes i just want to care as a spoiler i think we get to see dr Jero for the first time next week yay yeah i'm excited so you get to see dr Jero, peter human dr Jero. um let's do the plugs here katie you can follow me uh, and follow my art and stuff on twitter.com slash katiegotsky. That's K-A-T-E-Y-G-A-C-K-E. Or you can follow me on Twitch at Cursed Katie. Someone commissioned her to do a painting of 1989 Splinter. Please. Please don't. Please don't do that. <laughs> Please. The one where he's hanging up like Jesus on the chain link fence. Bleeding? Yeah, that one. The one where he talks to Danny and he's like... <laughs> Like, you're a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> you're a good boy, Danny. <laughs> yeah, that one. Peter, what's your stuff? Uh, you can uh, follow me at Super Big Peter on pretty much anything. I'm, I think I'm on all of them. I would also like you to uh, contact Katie and commission a painting of when uh, he's in the bathtub. And he's dying. <laughs> Who? Raphael. Raphael. He's in the bathtub, like dying. He's dead. He's like face first in water. He's just a shell. Do that one, Nixon. Yeah. Do you want any? You have any painting requests? No, because you won't draw my paint or paint my paint as Astro Paint. Wow. So, Katie, you did a painting of Nixon as a girl. No. Mm-hmm. Um, it then, just looked like my sister. <laughs> oh wow! He's, wow. What? And are you saying your sister? I don't know if that was a diss or what. No. I don't know what that was. We do the Peter. thing. Peter does a Snapchat filter on me where it makes you're me look like a girl. She, oh, I thought you were saying she was like Brock Lesnar's daughter. No. <laughs> <laughs> that, don't that don't be mean to that girl. She's already got it bad enough. Um. <laughs> follow Nixon at Ultra State on Twitch and follow myself at Taylor W. Martin. That's it for this week. Katie, you sent us off. Say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye.
Goodbye, everyone, and be sure to thank Peter for his incredible intro to our show today. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Next yeah. week, it's going to be either Katie or Nixon. Who knows? It's not me. <laughs> Who knows? Goodbye. Bye. Bye.